South Jersey's News Talk, 1400 WOND. Welcome back to the Klein Time Radio Show. There's a Jefferson Starship song about from back in the Red Octopus days. That's how long that one goes back. I think 1977 might be when that tune came out. Hey, our guest is with us, folks. He's a uh, local guy who's going on to bigger and better things, but he always has sand in his shoes. His name is Ed Harold, and he's an expert in an emerging field uh, of deep breathing, Ed had a uh, book out published a couple years ago called Life with Breath. Uh, and since then, he has uh, really uh, toured the world, lecturing uh, executives, corporations, uh, folks of all walks of life on the, uh, the very essence of deep breathing and the benefits that one can experience as a result of doing something that is highly misunderstood, uh, fundamental to all of us, and yet, uh, you know, kind of flying under the radar for uh, all for years. Uh, and uh, but it does go back almost to the beginning of mankind. So Ed's here uh, today to talk. You know, with these turbulent times, the chaotic nature of things. Uh, you know, we've all heard the expression "take a deep breath." It never is more applicable than the circumstances we find ourselves today. So I thought it would be a good idea to have Ed back. He's been with me before to kind of revisit the uh, the whole uh, paradigm of deep breathing. Ed, great to uh, – thanks so much for taking time out of your busy schedule to join us, and good to talk with you, buddy. Thanks for uh, thanks for joining us today. Hey, DK. How you doing, buddy? I'm doing good. How about yourself? Well, I'm I'm looking out the window, and I'm in a blizzard in uh, Utah right now, (laughs) and I'm quarantined at home, but it's a beautiful day, and it's always great to hear your voice. Well, I appreciate that, Ed, and now you're looking at a blizzard. Now, you you like to put the skis on, too. Uh, Are you getting ready? You know, I I realize you might be quarantined, but, you know, got plenty of of room out there in Utah. Are you getting ready to uh, take a run, or what? What do you think? (laughs) They got us all shut down out here, Dan. Everything's closed. You can't have gatherings of more than ten people. Okay. So all the resort areas have shut down for the year. Okay, everywhere. Okay, so same thing here, Ed. All the casinos are shut down, and I guess that's the way it is across the country. So, so Ed, let's talk about. It. I want to, if you don't mind. I know you have uh, developed a lot of different things since the last time we talked. I'm looking at your uh, your website now. And you've got a whole lot of things available to people, and I want to explore a lot of them. But I do want to just start at the beginning, if you don't mind, because uh, it has been a little while since we've been together. And I just want to kind of just talk about the the whole idea uh, and concept of deep breathing and really revisit the fundamentals of it. Could you just kind of take it from the top, and, uh, and then we'll it'll bring everybody up to speed, and then we'll go from there? What do you say? Oh, beautiful. Uh, About 25 years ago, I got involved in uh, a yoga practice, and the yoga practice was deeply steeped 
in controlling your breathing. And I began to take some of these ancient breathing strategies and I began to weave them into my Western workouts. And I began to see that I got a better workout in half the time. I began to see that I was moving away from old cravings and old habits that used to drain me of my energy. I began to see that I would get a better night's sleep and I'd wake up in the morning like it was Christmas every day. <laughs> and uh, I just began to take this into areas where people were trying to perform at a high level, whether it be at the corporate level, whether it be at the medical level, whether it be uh, at the athletic level, because, you know, everybody who's listening, we're all breathing, and it's kind of a prerequisite, and uh, the idea is to breathe as long as possible uh, <laughs> and have a healthy, happy, uh, vibrant life, and as I began to get into this stuff, I began to see that when I began to control my breathing, I had the ability to control my thoughts. My thoughts weren't controlling me. So it was very liberating, and it was a great stress buster, and it was a whole new way to look at my life. Now, yeah, but Ed, here's the thing. There are some basic other fundamentals as well, because most people now, since we first started talking and I got your book, I actually incorporate what you do, not probably to the extent that I should, uh, but I have found it to be quite effective in a whole lot of different areas. But I want to get—I want to stay on the fundamentals for a moment, because basically, before I read your book and talked to you about deep breathing, I was like everybody else. I just breathe. You know, we all just don't—we don't even think about breathing, Ed. And most of us right. naturally uh, go through our mouth. And you're saying that that's—that's—that's that's, uh, that's been wrong, and we need to be should be a little more mindful of our breathing. Take, take it from there. Well, you know, it's not that the mouth breathing is wrong. It's just only designed to remove you from danger. It's not really our nine-to-five go-to breath because it uses so much energy, the mouth breathing, to sustain us. Well, you know, we live at a time where we need to really be efficient physically, mentally, emotionally, spiritually in these interesting times that we're living in. So that might mean that we need to conserve energy, conserve heartbeat, not overthink things, manage our emotions. And the brain loves to see the air coming in and out through the nose rather than the mouth. And sometimes that's called resiliency or your ability to bounce back from a stressful moment and just in another breath or two, you can get grounded again. You can deliver conscious communication to yourself or, or someone else. So the whole body itself, every animal on earth is breathing through its nose its entire life unless it's hunting or being hunted. Now, humans have evolved beyond animals, and then we have the ability to override what the body wants at any given time using our ego. But there's a lot of great scientific research that proves that breathing in and out through your nose is the most efficient way for you to be you to adapt to the various environments that you're moving through through the day. And you also point out, Ed, in some of your recent postings, and you have posted some items as well, edharold.com, folks. That's edharold with two R's in the herald.com. Uh, uh, you posted that the, the cilia in the nose 
one of the other reasons uh, to concentrate on breathing through the nose and, and uh, exhaling through the nose, and it's really a, an important uh, distinction because you want it, you, you, uh, you are an advocate of, of doing both, right, Ed? Through the nose, uh, through both inhale and exhale. Exactly. All right. So, and, and but with that, you pointed out that the cilia in the nose in this COVID nineteen times, like there's no hundred percent guarantee, uh, as there isn't with anything. But you say that is really designed to keep out infection. Am I correct? Exactly. So we're living through a time where we have a airborne, invisible respiratory enemy a- attacking humanity. Now, nature has built in a filtration system in your nostrils, in your sinuses, to remove airborne environmental pollutants so that they they don't get into the lungs and don't enter your bloodstream and the cells of your body. So when you're, number one, when you're breathing through your nose, you're filtering out the toxins and pollutants, dust, pollen that is in the air before it gets into your body. Number two, when you breathe through your nose, your brain secretes an, an amazing molecule called nitric oxide. And nitric oxide is an anti-inflammatory molecule that is naturally made by the brain for the body when you nose breathe. The COVID virus lives in fat cells. It lives in mucus phlegm and fat or areas of the body that have low levels of oxygen. So if you can breathe in and out through your nose, you remove the pollutants. You breathe in and out through your nose, your brain will make nitric oxide, and it's a, it dilates your lungs. You'll burn fat instead of sugar. You'll have a lower heart rate and blood pressure. You'll adapt to the environments and changes that are going on quickly in your life, and you'll have more control over your world. So, Ed, would you say, so there, in addition to that, Ed, there's so many different parts to this. Um, in addition to that, would you say that there's a different metabolic process that takes p- place on the part of the body, uh, depending on whether you're breathing through your nose or through your mouth? In other words, if you're breathing through your nose, it seems to me that there are more things that are being activated uh, that are naturally occurring. Am I on the right path? Yes, and what that's going to do is it's going to strengthen your immune response, and this is an immune disease. So the stronger your immune response, the better chance your mind and body has on keeping out toxins that you want to resist as we go through these challenges. Well, and any, anybody wants to follow up, I did mention Ed's website, edharold.com, but also, folks, uh, I just did a, a little uh, a search here. Because I think it's important to recognize, Ed, and you have talked about this previously on the program, this isn't pie-in-the-sky stuff. This is, uh, obviously, there's more research emerging every day on the benefits of deep breathing, but the Navy SEALs have been doing this for some time. Can you talk a little bit about that, Ed? Yeah, so the Navy SEALs have created a underwater breathing program to enhance the body's ability to handle higher and higher levels of carbon dioxide without their heart rate going up. And and the reason why they want to do that is because they want to maximize training uh, parameters and platforms and protocols without injuring uh, the recruits. So they began to see years ago that when they were doing 
breathwork underwater with the Navy SEALs that, number one, they could focus on the task at hand longer without being distracted by outside noises and static on the line mentally. Number two, they were able to bring their heart rate down very, very quickly from a stressful situation and communicate clearly with whatever was going on in the present moment. Number three, they were always burning fat instead of sugar, so they were saving their reserves of glucose energy for super emergencies that they're under. So what they were showing in their research was that the recruits were much more efficient in evolving and integrating the training protocols with less wear and tear than the previous recruits who weren't using breath control. So, but, but, and, and basically, it is something that obviously it's, these are techniques that do what we're talking about, and that's one of the reasons I wanted to bring it up. Uh, some of the other things here, Ed, and I mean, you know, and I, before we go, I do want to ask you this because I know you have a lot of things that people can, can expand upon if they're interested in the topic. You have everything from, uh, what do you got, weekly live sessions? or, or uh, I'll, I mean, I'll get to that in a minute, and we will cover it. But the reason I bring it up is before we go, I'd like you to leave us with a quick exercise, kind of like a little, uh, a, little uh, a treat, if you will, uh, something that folks could try uh, as a pre, uh, preliminary act to maybe expanding upon it further with some of the other things that you offer. So I want to, you know, something that we can all do uh, at home or whatever to kind of try out the whole essence. And I realize it's not a, you know, it's not a five-minute thing, uh, and it's a uh, kind of a lifestyle situation, but maybe to give folks a little taste of what uh, what lies ahead if they were to pursue a deep breathing regimen. Now, some of the things you have here, Ed, ready to enjoy a great night's sleep. Ready to breeze through those to-do lists with laser focus and ease. Have a new perspective on your present moment. Feel relaxed and engaged in your life's work. Be flooded with happy hormones. I like that one. Uh, Feel refreshed after you exercise. Have more energy levels. I mean, who doesn't want all these things, Ed? Ready to enjoy improved executive functioning skills. I imagine that's uh, a lot of focus there. Uh, Healthy heart-brain coherence. I'm ready to move through life responding instead of reacting. Uh, we got a caller, Mike's in Memorial. He's got a question for you. But before I go to that, Ed, just talk briefly on some of those, Eddie. I, I mean, that's a lot of positive stuff, all from something that's free. I mean, essentially, it's free. Yeah, the only thing you'll have to do is make an investment of your time and energy to learn these skills. It's available to anyone, whether you're 8 or 85. Uh, the science behind breath control is a vast science. I have a ton of global research on my website, so that you'll know that this is not woo-woo. This is actually hard science research base. And so much of what we do, uh, either consciously or subconsciously or unconsciously, is all based on the quality of your breathing pattern. And as you improve your breathing patterns, Everything from a physiological standpoint where there shouldn't be stress will be de-stressed. There's spaces in your mind that are causing you conflict. You need to go into those deeper. You can't run away from those. So setting in motion neuroplastics 
neuroplasticity in the brain so that you're constantly a lifelong learner rather than repeating the missteps of the past and learning to learn from our past, not live in our past, and always seeing the best in ourselves. Yeah, boy, you're not kidding. And, uh, I mean, when you look at this, the, the list of some of these items, uh, it's very impressive. Let's see what Micah Momora has to say. He's got a question for Ed. By the way, folks, we've got a question for Ed. You're more than welcome to get in, 609-927-1100. Micah Momora, welcome to the program. Hey, Dan. Hi, Ed. Um, two things. Can I have your website before my... I... Yeah. Have your website, please? Oh, yeah. Um, uh, Ed, you want to give it to him or you want me to? What is it? Uh, no, yeah, what's your question? No, what, uh, what's your website? My website is www.edharold.com with two R's in Harold. Okay, okay. My question, real quick, is I'm a long distance athlete, um, stand up paddler. How does breathing through your nose help uh, um, to be more efficient uh, over the long, long haul uh, regarding any kind of exercise for that matter? A great question. And I'll hang up. So thank, you. thank you, Mike. You're, thanks, Mike. You're an endurance athlete, and the key to successful uh, endurance athletics is two things. Number one, fat store, storing fat, metabolizing fat, not storing fat, should be your primary fuel. So as a endurance athlete how do you set in motion fat metabolism as your main fuel source as you move through your process so the simple way to always burn fat instead of sugar is to exhale longer than your inhale and constantly monitor that with counting while you're working out so as you're paddling you might want to count the paddles as you inhale, one, two, three, four paddles. And then exhale, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight paddles. The best we can do, as far as science tells us, from a fat burning mode for endurance strategies is to exhale twice as long as your inhale. And as you begin to do this, your body will begin to be able to handle higher and higher levels of carbon dioxide without your brain spiking your blood pressure and your heart rate up, and then that will affect your skill sets and your movement patterns. So try to get control of the breath. Predominantly breathe slow through your nose. Exhale twice as long as your inhale. When you feel like your pressure of your demands is going to cause you to breathe through your mouth and you're going to hyperventilate, the cue there is keep your mouth shut, but breathe two or three rounds through your nose as fast as you can, little baby breaths, like 20% inhale, 20% exhale. That'll reset your cardiovascular system. That'll reset your autonomic nervous system. You'll go back to fat burning, and then you can go back to the original breath, which is exhale twice as long as your inhale. You'll notice this when you start to do this, Mike, that the end of your workout, you'll be going faster with a lower heart rate than the beginning. That's some good stuff. Ed, now let me ask you this. If, how would, is there a, 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 prepar, a, prepar, a preparatory, excuse me, easy for me to say, a preparatory breathing exercise one would do before they would engage in a long distance or a, uh, a, a, a you know, a long, uh, a long trek? Is there, do you, do you prep 
uh, before you engage in a long-term a- a- athletic endeavor like a marathon or something that Mike was uh, suggesting? Well, you know, I, I you definitely prep. But at the end of the day, every single thing we go through at work or in our workouts, it's all endurance-based. Some are just more physical or anim- more, some are just more aerobic than others. So come, going to work and working 9 to 5 in itself is a marathon. And so the same fundamental principles are going to apply. Number one, you have to keep your upper airway open so it's as easy as possible to exchange oxygen and carbon dioxide. What does that mean? Number one, always keep the muscles and tendons around your eyes completely relaxed. Do not cinch your eyes like you're trying to strain to see something across the street. So mentally, keep relaxing your eyes. Number two, unweight your low jaw. Separate your teeth a fraction of an inch, relax your low jaw, and allow the upper tongue to rest on the upper palate. And that's going to expand your maxilla, which is your upper jawbone, and that invites the nostrils to flare wider east and west so you can exchange more inhale and exhale. Ed, can you just can you do a couple minutes overtime with me, buddy? We got a top of the hour ABC News break, folks. We're talking with Ed Howard. He is a master when it comes to deep breathing. He's sharing some of his techniques with us right now. You can find out more at edharold.com. That's Harold with two R's. Edharold.com. We'll continue with Ed on the other side. If you got a question or a comment, 609-927-1100. This is Klein Time. News Talk 1400 WOND. South Jersey's News Talk. 1400 WOND.